Well, good afternoon, Top Fan Rivalry followers. It is Bill and Jackson. It's Thursday. My gosh, what the heck does that mean? That I means what does it mean, Jackson? Review. It's weekly review time. It's weekly review time. So Jackson's going to give you a couple. I'm going to give you a couple. We may have some honorable mentions in there. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Um, so Jackson, who do you got first, or what do you got first? I should say. Uh, I I want to pull up some some stats. I'm the stats guy, so I want to talk Perfect. about some stats. Let's do it. So there are two rookies this season who have 20 home runs and 20 stolen bases. Huh? And it's the first time since the only time since 1987 that a season has had two such rookies when Ellis Burks of the Red Sox and Devin White of the Angels had 2020 seasons and it's Julio Devon Rodriguez. White. Devon White. Uh, is it, no. Oh, is it Devon White? That's the way he pronounces it. Yeah. Uh, sorry, sorry, <laughs> Devon White. So Devon White, the... if you're listening, he's young. He wasn't even I, born when you were playing. Don't worry I, about it. It's I, okay. I, I, I wasn't around. My bad. Devon White. There we go. Get <laughs> it right the third time. Uh, of the Angels in 1987 had it. So Julio Rodriguez and Bobby Witt Jr. currently have 2020 yep. seasons. Uh, my weekly Michael Harris uh, shout out. He's at 18 home runs, 18 stolen bases. So it could be the first time in major league history that there's three rookies with a 2020 season. Wow. And well, I know, I know uh, J rod is having a season. I didn't yeah. realize Bobby Witt was having such a good season. Yeah. Uh, Julio Rodriguez is the first rookie to have 25 home runs and 25 steals. Is Michael That's Harris, the third still classified as a rookie? The second. Yes, he is. He didn't okay. play last year. He came up, he came straight up from double a this year. Okay. So his numbers are probably pretty good too. Yeah, so I, I just thought that was an interesting stat. I thought I'd share that. Good year, good year to be a rookie, I guess. Yeah. Um. Yeah, exactly. It, it, you know, all three of those names are amazing names, and I love the fact that you pulled that out because I've got some stats here that I'm gonna I'm gonna drop some stats on you today, Jackson. Oh, but I'm gonna oh I'm going to first talk about. I mean, you got to the triple crown leader in the American League, right? All rise, Aaron Judge. Obviously, he's going to hit 61 at least. I mean, he's one away from it. He's got 60 right now. Um, what's interesting to me, Jackson, about his season is he's not just hitting home runs. He's doing it all, like batting average, RBIs, things like that. So you can't say that he's – you know, it's and I'm not going to drop any names here, but you can't say, like, for example, a guy that plays in Philly that may have 35 or 38 home runs that's batting 214. That's not the case. Right? I'm yeah. not going to drop any names. Some of you may know who I'm talking about. <laughs> so that's my number one, Jackson. What you got? I mean, I just to piggyback on, on Aaron Judge's season, there's only been 11 triple crown winners in the history of baseball. I believe the last seven have been from the American League. Isn't that crazy? That's a crazy stat for you. It is. It's a nutshell I mean, stat. And, and just this quick side note to people who still think Otani's going to win MVP. I, I doubt it at this point. Six, 60 home runs. Even if he doesn't win the Triple Crown, close enough to like touch the Triple Crown should be good enough to net it for you. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Agreed. What's next? My number two, I mm. mean, <laughs> the, the, these playoff races, the Braves and the Mets both clinched a postseason spot this week. Um, they did. They are still one game apart. 
yeah. the Braves dropped the Braves dropped the series finale yesterday to the Nationals, and uh, the Mets promptly dropped their series <laughs> finale to the Brewers. Six nothing. The Mets dropped it, where you guys only dropped it three two. Uh, but I mean, these drop postseason races, these postseason races are just all over the place, off the wall crazy. I I think the Guardians played really well against the White Sox the beginning of this week. They've kind of opened up their lead. So the Mariners are sitting pretty firmly in that wild card race. So it's, yeah, Cleveland six games up. Their magic number is eight to clinch the division, which is crazy for a team that, you know, they they traded away all their talent last year, you know, and they were going to be really bad. So Mm -hmm. kudos to Cleveland's front office for really retooling and, you know, putting them in a position to, to be a good team. Cleveland's a lot like the A's. Like you look at the lineup and you say, oh, there's one guy there, but who the heck are the rest of these guys, right? I mean, you could probably name Shane Beaver and, and Jose uh, Ramirez, but besides for that, can you name a lot of Cleveland, uh, you know, guys on the team? I, you and I could, but yeah. could the average fan do that? Probably not. And, you know, and you've got to give it to Cleveland because that Cleveland has, I think, has had a better formula than the A's over the years whereas the A's try to play as cheap as possible. Cleveland knows when to kind of splash cash to try to, you know, kind of jumpstart things. And they're really good at developing talent. So even though they haven't won a World Series since 1948, I I still think Cleveland's a fantastic organization. They are. And it's good when they're competitive. It's good when every team's competitive in baseball, but it's especially good when a team like Cleveland can compete with, you know, the big boys. Yep. Agreed. Agreed. Um. Okay, so this is going to surprise you. I'm going to give you a stat, Jackson. Are you ready? Because I'm not the stats guy. He's the top fan stats guy. Like, I'm not the stats guy. When I have a stat question, I call Jackson. Um, Because he's Axon Jackson. He can make it happen. Um, One team has already done it. Three teams can do it. That is a 100-win season. Potentially, you have four teams that can get to 100 wins. Ah, maybe five. But currently, you have the Dodgers at 103. You have the Astros at 99, the Mets at 95, the Braves at 93. You can throw the Yankees in there. I think they're at 90. But nah, they got to play really, really well in their last 15 games. They got to go, you know, 10 and 5. Um, possible to do it. But to think that there's four teams that have 100 win seasons is phenomenal. And it just goes to show you how good these teams really are. Yeah. Right at what they're doing and how special what they're doing is. Um, and like you said, in the National League East, my gosh, you got two teams vying for a hundred win season and two teams vying for that coveted not only have you clinched a playoff spot, but coveted division so that you don't have to play that wild card round. So, yeah, I mean, Atlanta has to win seven of their last 13, which the way they've been playing since the beginning of June, it, it's very much possible, you know, yeah. uh, they start a four game set up here in Philadelphia, uh, yep. local, just a little while away, but, um, you know, and it's, I mean, last year with the giants and Dodgers is insane, but this Mets Braves, it, I don't know why it feels more competitive than that Dodgers giants one. It might, it might've been that, you know, the giants were like, asserting themselves, you know, rekindling that historic rivalry. This one just feels like the Mets are just trying to finally get over the line against the Braves. And no matter what they, 
no matter what they do this season, they can't seem to make that separation. It, even well, when they do, well, even when they do, they seem to, you know, scuffle a little bit. And all of a sudden, you know, the Braves won 14 in a row. Where's, where's our division lead at, you know? <laughs> well, and, and a lot of people will say this. I don't, I don't prescribe to this philosophy. Right. But, um, People say, well, the Mets are just going to do what the Mets always do, which is fall apart at the end. Here's the problem that you're going to have, though, Jackson. You guys play Philly four games. Philly's fighting for their lives, and they're on a losing streak right now. You better believe they're going to pull out every stop so they can at least clinch that wild card spot because Milwaukee's playing well. A's, three games. This is for the Mets in Oakland. Then they play two games at home against Miami. They go down to um, Atlanta for three, and then they come home to finish out their season with the Nationals. So scheduling-wise, advantage Mets. Yeah. Right. But the Braves have done crazy things. So I'm not going to say, oh, wow, wow, scheduling-wise. Well, and I think an underrated aspect of baseball is that mental aspect. You know, even though the Mets have this easy schedule, uh, Buck Walter will do a good job at this because I know he's a good manager. It, it, lucky for the Mets that he's he's like this, that he will keep them focused. Because, you know, if you really think about it, a lot of, you know, you're playing Oakland at the end. Oakland's what? What's Oakland's record this year? 55 and, 55 and 94. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, you're heading on a West Coast road trip at the end of the year against, like, the worst team in the MLB. It, it, one of the worst teams in the MLB, excuse me, Washington does exist. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but you know it, it's oh, really rough crowd, rough crowd. It, you can see where you could lose focus it it is it's it's a tough game but you know, you know as a Braves fan i expect buck showalter had had them very prepared i don't expect the mets you know to implode i expect it to come down to that series in atlanta and it's going to be whoever wants it more is going to take it amen 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 and and honestly listen the braves i i was talking to somebody um on the phone the other day who's a braves fan and and they were busting my chops saying, hey, you know, I listened to your Mets podcast. You really think the Mets are going to win the division? And I said, listen, they're ahead. And if you look at the schedules, just playing the schedules, I'm not, I'm not taking personality into it. I'm not taking anything into it. You just play the schedules, the Mets, advantage Mets. Now, does that mean that the Braves can't win one more game than the Mets or two more games than the Mets last 13? Absolutely not. I mean, they're a phenomenal club. So I'm not putting that out i'm just saying you know when you're looking at playing oakland washington and miami and the only games of teams above 500 are the braves right that's gonna be a great series so yeah anyways there you go there you go what do you got last for us jackson uh i had something but i'll i mean i'll I'll leave it to you i'll see if you you talk about it but I will be a Braves homer and talk about Spencer Strider becoming the fastest pitcher to 200 strikeouts in a season. Okay. Okay. He did it in 130 innings, beating Randy Johnson's record of 130 in two-thirds innings. And uh, I saw a crazy stat. Uh, Spencer Strider is the first pitcher ever to have 200, 200 strikeouts at any point in a season and allowed less than 100 hits. Wow. Wow. Listen, Stash is playing well. I'm not going to, I'm not going to decline that. Yes. So, right. And I want to preface this to everyone. I am being a Braves homer, but he is much watched, much watched baseball. Well, when he's on the mound, turn the game on. It's, it's going to be entertaining. 
I'm not going to mention names here, but Jared, uh, Jared Weaver. Remember when Jared Weaver came up mid-season, now Stash has been up all season, but when Jared Weaver came up mid-season years ago, he was like 10-1. And then in his sophomore year, people learned how to hit against him. And he was like nine and nine. I love what Stash is doing right now. But show me what he's got after he's got a spring training, uh, knows that he's going to be on the club, that type of thing. Show me that same energy and show me that same. I'm not declining what he's he's doing. Does that make sense? I'm yeah. not throwing him under the bus, but just show me your sophomore year. Right? Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, you do want to see more of a pitcher. Hopefully. He's not a flash in the pan, but I feel like he's got a really good two-pitch mix right now. He's starting to add the changeup in. And I feel like for a power pitcher with a fastball like that, adding a changeup is it's going to be like cheating. Yep. We, yep. we see it so many times with, you know, Pedro, Pedro Martinez comes to mind. Yep. Where he threw that power fastball and that changeup. He looks – he had Hall of Famers looking silly out well, there on the mound. He had all the, all the, Roid, all the guys on Roids looking silly. Well, with the guy – um, the guy that pitched last night against the Dodd or not, uh, that was a Bumgarner the night before Jameson on the nightcap. Jameson basically made the Dodgers look silly, but he throws 101 and he finally figured out how to throw a changeup. And so now that he's figured out how to throw a changeup, he's unhittable. And he was making people look bad, right? He was making people look bad. So, so here's your, here's your, here's my point about Jared Weaver, right? Goes 11 and 2 in 2006. 2007, he come, you know, he's full season. He goes 13 and 7. Now, his ERA 2006 was 2.56. His ERA 2007 was 3.91. His ERA in 2008 was 4.33, right? And he went 11 and 10. Now, you can argue, and he did have a 20 game win season in 2012. I mean, you can argue, hey, listen, maybe the team was just bad. They weren't scoring runs for him or whatever. But I think Stash is amazing right now, and he makes me nervous as a Dodger fan to face him in the playoffs. But show me show me your sophomore year, and then then I'll go out and buy the jersey. <laughs> right? I mean, all you need to do is show up to a game he pitches in Atlanta. You get a free mustache. So yeah, There you go. I'm going to shock you with the last one, Jackson, and then you can do an honorable mention if you want to. All right. I am going to mention clubs that were uh, underperformed in 2022 and then those that may have overperformed. Now, I'm not picking on any clubs. Okay. I'm not, I'm not saying these are in terrible teams or whatever, but the Boston Red Sox currently at 72 and 76. Now, mind you, it's Thursday. We have Thursday, Friday's games before you hear this. The Chicago White Sox, I picked to win the division. 76 and 73. I, I think the, I picked the White Sox to win the division. Too. Right. The Minnesota right Twins, who we both thought would be in the wild card hunt, 73 and 76. And they're going to have Correa opt out of that contract, probably. The Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, 65 and 84. Two of the best players on the planet in Otani and Trout. And you're going to lose 90 games. Um, the Washington Nationals obviously are 52 and 70 or in 97. Anytime you lose 100 games, that's definitely a, a season you don't want to talk about. And then the Giants at 72 and 77. The teams that maybe outperformed what we may have thought and or even their own fan base might say it. Um, the surprise is the Seattle Mariners at 81 and 87 or in 67. And they're in the wild card race. 
Um, the O's, the Orioles at 77 and 71, although they've had a little bit of slide, but they're only four games out of the wild card. They are where their fans would tell you they thought they'd be next year, this year. Uh, and then the Brewers, 79 and 70. Now, I think I picked the Brewers to win the division, but the Cardinals always do something special anyways. Yeah. Route. And so, I, anyways. Yeah, you want to make money? Bet bet on the Cardinals. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, for me, that there's some surprises and some of those that underachieved. And, I again, for those of you that are fans of the ones that I mentioned, deep in your heart you'll recognize the fact that maybe they underachieved. There were plenty of years in the 90s and early 2000s that Dodgers underachieved. I'm willing to admit that. We just happen to be right now 103 and 45 or whatever. We're happy, but it is what it is. So I, I'm, I, I mean, that, I really wanted to pull that out, Jax. I mean, yeah, and that's baseball. It's it's played on the field, not on paper. Yep. You know, and it we've seen it over the years where you know teams that they you know the Yankees of the the early 2010s, you know, seven hitters who can hit 30 home runs, you know, but you you still got to go out and you play the games. And yep. I think something that's really you know fan bases moan and bemoan how their players play or you know, how they perform, even when they win. I think the most underrated stat in baseball is the win. <laughs> you know, the team win. It's the name of the game. You got to get your 27 outs and be ahead of the other guy at the end of it. So, um, you know, there's definitely, this has definitely been a wild season. I think next year's going to get even crazier uh, due to the, some of the, some of the rule changes with the shift. And, you know, one I forgot to mention when we mentioned it was uh, they, they tested this in the, the minor leagues. You're only allowed to throw over three times. And that's going to, it's going to, you know, plummet the stolen base rate. I think it's going to be harder for base dealers in general, the time up pitchers. And it's also going to be a detriment to pitchers who can't hold the runner on. Yeah. So it, John, it's gonna, John Lester's. It's going to be really, really interesting to see how it affects the stolen base. Hopefully it brings the stolen base back. Amen. And uh, saying that I'm going to transition that into my honorable mention for the week. Uh, uh, the, the late and great, uh, Mari Wills passed this week. Yes. What one one time MVP with, with the Dodgers. Yes. I was expecting you to shout him out, Bill. Yeah, I rest in peace, Maury. The the memoriams I try to avoid because they're sad, right? I mean the, the Dodgers have patches. Now they got, you know, a couple yeah. of them on there, but it, Vinny and and Maury, it's like if you looked at if you looked at what we've lost in the last two years, we could have patches all through our jersey. Between yeah. Vinny, Tommy, Don Sutton, Maury Wills, it's like, you know, if the baseball gods would start taking some of the other players from other teams, that would be nice. Yeah. <laughs> you know, well, Willie Mays is 190. I mean, I mean, you know, yeah, he's just kind of, funnily enough, uh, Wills' MVP was a MVP win over Willie Mace. And being the yep. stack guy, I'll, I'll shout it out. He had 208 hits, Mari Wills. Uh, 208 hits, 130 runs, 104 stolen bases. First man to yep. steal 100 bases. And he, this would, can you imagine the age of social media nowadays? He beat Willie Mays, who had 189 hits, 49 home runs, 141 RBIs, 615 slugging percentage. Crazy. <laughs> Just absolutely crazy stats. But, you know, he was the first to steal 100 bases, so I don't think the MVP was undeserved, per se. It just 
back in the day, they, they valued the hit and the stolen base yep. a little differently than they do now. Yep. Why well, I, I have an honorable mention too, but it, it's not, I mean, it's hard to say it after you just said Maury Wills, but T.O. Albert is probably going to hit 700 home runs. And that, that makes me happy. I mean, it, it couldn't happen to a better guy. Right. And when you ultimately see, think about it, and I know Jackson, you're, you're a closet angels fan because of where you grew up and things like that. When you ultimately think about it, everybody wants a T.O. Albert hug. Yeah. Right. Who doesn't want a T.O. Albert hug? Yeah, come on. So I mean, and the Dodgers being left-handed heavy, he's gonna he's gonna probably feast on the Dodgers pitching staff this weekend. Yeah, I actually hope he hits number seven hundred at Chavez. That'd be great. He might. I I, the Dodgers just have so many left-handed pitchers. It's kind of kind of stupid. Yep. 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 Well, top fans, this has been phenomenal. I love this back and forth with Jackson. Um, Please, a couple things I need you to know as we're wrapping up. One, Jackson, is there a code for merchandise? If you just want to buy merchandise, is there a code for it? Uh, you can use code Jackson. Code, code Jackson. There you go. Number two, um, if you have not signed up for Locals yet on Locals.com, please do that. Uh, you can follow Top Fan. You've got three choices. You can either do it for free. You can pay $3 a month, um, and I'll send you a Top Fan cozy. They're kind of cool. I actually very much like them. I got a bunch of them. Um or you can sign up for $5 a month and I will send you a Top Fan Rivalry t-shirt of your choice. Either get loud, get baseball ready, or get dirty um, with the hopes that you don't cancel after one month, right? But um, if you do that, the reason why you want to do that is because in the off-season, Jackson and I will be host hosting a number of conversations that will be only able to be seen on Locals. And some of them will only be able to see by those that are subscribers that have paid paid money. So there's... There's things that you're going to want to see. Now, we're not going to make it $10 like some of these things that we see out there, but we are having a good time with it. So, Jackson, as usual, I always love our conversations. They're phenomenal. Um, I love the hat that you got on. He's got a Top Fan Rivalry hat on. I got one on, too. Go yeah. to the site. Check out you know the merchandise. I, I didn't mention it. Funny story. At work today, I wore my hat. And several people oh. asked me about it. Oh, and you said, here, use code Jackson. Go, to, go over here. You know, I should have. <laughs> <laughs> in hindsight but no I, I just talked about the podcast and you know how great it is uh, to have the interaction with all these people and yeah. how much fun we have with it so it's gonna be awesome so jackson thanks for uh co-hosting with me and we'll drop this on saturday for everybody all right sounds good all right